This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. It's fair in 48 at the KVOM studios. Today is Friday, the 7th of April, 2023. It is Good Friday. Rich Moller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch, and we're expecting cloudy skies today. It'll be breezy, high in the mid-60s. Overnight, mostly cloudy, our low 47. We'll have partly sunny skies on Saturday, up to 66 degrees. Saturday night, partly cloudy, low 51. And for Easter Sunday, mostly cloudy and a high of 68. Back to work on Monday with sunny skies and a high of 69. There's no mention of any rainfall or any kind of severe weather at all in our 10-day outlook here. Right now, it's fair and 48 at the KVOM studios. Let's congratulate our employee of the day. It's Samantha Newman with Conway County 911. Obituaries this morning. Alma June Brown, age 88, of Russellville, died on Saturday, April 1st. She was a retired meat wrapper, having worked for Safeway and Kroger, and is survived by her daughter, Diana Pilkington of Little Rock, two grandsons, a great-granddaughter, and many nieces and nephews. Graveside service for Alma June Brown will be Tuesday, April 11th at Cedar Creek Cemetery at 2 p.m. with Reverend Joey Hanna officiating. The family will receive friends Monday night from 5 until 7 at Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. David Edward Derb Durbin, age 68 of Atkins, died on Monday, April 3rd. Funeral service will be this afternoon at 2 at the Harris Chapel with Reverend Michael Blanchard and Brother Eric Smith officiating. Burial will be at Elmwood Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. The family will receive friends today from 12.30 to 2 prior to service time. Irene Jewel Gerke Kordsmeyer, age 95 of Moralton, died on Monday, April 3rd. The funeral mass will be Monday, April 10th, 10.30 a.m. at Sacred Heart Catholic Church with Father Jack Harris officiating. Burial will be at Sacred Heart Catholic Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Rosary will be Sunday night at 6 at the funeral home with visitation following until 8. Virgil Ray Odom, age 65, of Benton, died on Saturday, April 1st. He was a graduate of Nemo Vista High School, worked for the U.S. Postal Service for many years in Denver, Colorado. He is survived by his sisters, Rita Odom Deloney, Evelyn Roseboro, May Ellen Lewis, and Helen Hale, and brothers Pyle Odom Jr., Robert Brockman, Roy Brockman, and Clifton Gilreath, along with a host of aunts, uncles, cousins, nephews, nieces, other relatives, and friends. Funeral service for Virgil Ray Odom will be Monday, April 10th, 11 a.m., at Mount Zion United Methodist Church in Center Ridge. Visitation will be one hour prior to service time, starting at 10. Burial will be at Mount Zion Cemetery in Center Ridge by Larry G. Ackland Funeral Home of Conway. Emily Ann Humphreys, age 17, died Friday, March 31st. A memorial service will be held at New Life Free Will Baptist Church at 5 o'clock today. Dylan Russell will officiate. Arrangements are by Niels Rosewood Funerals and Cremations of Moralton. Aline Walls, age 73, has died. She joined church at a young age at Greater Mount Olive Church in Plummerville. After becoming a resident of Flint, Michigan, she attended Second Friendship Missionary Baptist Church, where she remained a member for many years. She was a registered nurse for over 35 years. She and her husband, Arthur Jobo Walls, had four children, and Michelle Walls of Moralton, James Walls, Arthur Ray Walls, and Corey Walls, all of Flint, Michigan. She's also survived by two granddaughters, one grandson, 
four great-grandchildren, four sisters, one brother and a host of nieces, nephews, and others. Funeral service for Aline Walls will be Saturday, April 8th, 2.30 p.m. at Greater Mount Olive Missionary Baptist Church in Plummerville. Visitation one hour prior to service time at 1.30 p.m. Burial will be at Mount Olive Cemetery in Moralton by Larry G. Acklin Funeral Home of Conway. Michael Earl Wardell, aged 42, of Moralton, died on Thursday, March 23rd. The memorial service will be Saturday, April 8th, 2 p.m. at the Harris Chapel with the members of the Banditos Nation officiating. Burial will be at the VA Cemetery in Little Rock by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. The family will receive friends from noon to 2 prior to service time. 736, fair and 48 at the KVOM studios, warming up to 64 with clouds today. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in a moment. Your financial situation is unique to you. That's why you deserve a bank that helps you get what you want. Hi, I'm J.B. Mouse, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Need to borrow money? Instead of red tape and a one-size-fits-all lending decision model, you'll work with a decision maker who will be there every step of the way. Let us partner with you and help you achieve your goals. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcome, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. It's 737, fair and 48 at the KVOM studios. The city of Moralton and Conway County are better prepared for the 2024 solar eclipse at this time than most other communities in the path of totality. That's according to Dr. Clay Sherrod with Arkansas Sky Observatory on Pettyjean Mountain, who spoke to community members at the Rialto Theater in downtown Moralton Thursday about what we should expect on April 8th of 2024 and the days leading up to that once-in-a-lifetime event. Dr. Sherrod told attendees that he's working with over 70 different towns and groups of people in Arkansas and Missouri about how to prepare for the eclipse, and Moralton is ahead of the others. There is no place on the map that I have been that is better prepared than Marlton, Arkansas for this eclipse. I say that because I'm seeing it and there's been some frustrating things along the way. It's been very difficult because we don't really understand. We don't understand exactly what is going to happen. Number one, how many people are we going to be dealing with? Number two, is it going to bring in money or is it going to bankrupt the city? No, it's not. We'll say that right off the bat. And number three, what's the outcome going to be? How's it going to affect us as a community? Hopefully it's going to be positive and it's going to result in Marlton growing. Dr. Sherrod and members of the local Eclipse Planning Committee shared lots of information at what will be the first of several community forums about the plans that have already been made, what the committee continues to work on, and what the public can do to help make the experience memorable and enjoyable for the thousands upon thousands of visitors who will be in Moralton this time next year. At over four minutes of total darkness on April 8th of 2024, Moralton, as well as Pettyjean Mountain and Birdtown, will have one of the longest durations for the eclipse in the country, which Dr. Sherrod says will make the area one of the most popular for visitors seeking to get the most out of the experience. The most favorite location in the country in terms of the ideal locations to watch this eclipse. There's not any place better. That's why we got to get excited. We've got to get your neighbors excited. I want you to leave here and get people excited. I'm excited. I've been working on it for seven years. I should be worn out by now, but no, I'm ready to go. 
The planning committee has several resources available to help residents, business owners, local groups, and visitors get ready for the big day. And several subcommittees have been formed that are meeting monthly for anyone who's interested in any aspect of eclipse planning. You can stay updated on the progress of local eclipse planning at ARKEclipse.com, on Facebook at Moralton and Conway County's 2024 Eclipse Preparations page, or visit the Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce. The City of Perryville will hold its citywide cleanup April 17th through 21st. You must live inside the city limits of Perryville to participate, and you must call 501-889-2862 that week to have items picked up from your home. If you have items to be picked up, you must place your items next to the street and separate any yard debris from debris that will be hauled to sanitation. Mayor John Rowland reminds residents that the cleanup is for removal of large debris items only, not everyday household trash. We're encouraging the uh, citizens of Perryville to uh, bring their unwanted or trash that they need to get rid of out to the curb and call down City Hall, and we will come and remove it for spring cleanup. We'll carry them off for them. Not household trash, not tires, not uh, items with Freon uh, in them. We're mainly encouraging things that they have a hard time getting rid of or, or they can't carry off easily. Other items that will not be picked up include batteries and wet paint. In addition, the city will not pick up anything that is called in after April 21st. Arkansas lawmakers have given final approval to a plan by Republican Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders and legislative leaders to cut individual and corporate income taxes by $124 million a year. The legislation calls for cutting the top individual income tax rate to 4.7% from 4.9%. The bill, which now heads to Sanders' desk, also cuts the top corporate income tax rate to 5.1% from 5.3%. State finance officials said that under the proposal, 1.1 million taxpayers who make more than $24,300 a year would receive a cut. The tax cut would cost $186 million in its first year because it would take effect this year. According to the Department of Finance and Administration, The tax cut is one of the last major items on the agenda, as legislative leaders were hoping to wrap up this year's session today. Lawmakers this week also gave final approval to a bill that would require parental approval for Arkansas teachers to address transgender students by the pronouns and names that they use. It requires parental approval for teachers at public schools, including colleges and universities, to use a minor student's pronoun that is, quote, inconsistent with the student's biological sex or a name that's not listed on the student's birth certificate. It would also prohibit schools from requiring teachers to use the pronouns or name that a student uses. Now 742, let's take a look at our community calendar for you. The CHI St. Vincent Moralton Hospital Auxiliary is holding its annual Easter bake sale. It's underway right now at the hospital's grill area. All proceeds support ongoing improvement projects at the hospital. Corinth Landmark Missionary Baptist Church of Adona continues its spring revival tonight and Saturday night at 7 o'clock with the evangelist Elder Sean Shoulders. Childers Cemetery Highway 247 on the Conway-Pope County line is holding a cleanup Saturday starting at 9. Please bring your own tools and trash bags. The community cleanup for Kilgore Cemetery in Birdtown will be held this Saturday morning starting at 9. The Conway County Library is hosting an Easter egg hunt. Saturday starting at 10. Infants up to 6-year-olds hunt from 10.30 to 11. Ages 6 to 12 will hunt from 11 to 11.30. To reserve a spot, call the library, 501-354-5204.
CT Church in Morrillton is holding a community Easter egg hunt Saturday at 10 at the City of Morrillton Ballfields. There will also be inflatables on site and prizes for each division for kids up to age 12. Family Life Worship Center in Morrillton is holding an Easter egg hunt Saturday morning at 10.30 with free food and drink, face painting, and a chance to meet the Easter Bunny game start inside the building at 12.30 p.m. First United Methodist Church of Morrillton and Morrillton First Presbyterian are offering a community sunrise service Easter morning at 6.30. That will be held at the City of Morrillton Ballfields. The Bethel and Union Missionary Baptist Churches will worship together at Bethel Missionary Baptist Church in Morrillton Easter Sunday. Sunrise services at 6.30, Sunday school at 9, and worship at 9.45. Family Life Worship Center in Morrillton will hold a special Easter Sunday service at 11 a.m. Sunday, featuring songs and music by the Children's Choir and a run-and-tell story presentation, and all are welcome for that. Monday's the deadline to register to vote for the annual school election. And keep in mind that next week is the annual Conway County Cleanup. So this weekend might be a good time to get those items together that you'd like to dispose of. You can go to our website, click on the Local Events tab, and scroll down to the details there under the heading Conway County Cleanup. As always, we appreciate you listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, but we know that it's not always possible to hear it as it airs. That's why we make this content available on KVOM's podcast channel. You can subscribe for free wherever you listen to podcasts, or just listen on our website, kvom.com, or our free mobile app. The KVOM Newswatch podcast is published weekdays and brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. Now 745, currently fair and 48 at the KVOM studios. Coming up a little later on in our close-up segment, we visit with Kevin Van Pelt from the Conway County Extension Service. Eric Tyler's up next with sports and weather as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues. When you need to borrow money to invest in your business, you deserve to get your loan done quickly and with personal service. Hi, I'm Kyle Halbrook, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Personal service is our priority. When you call us for your commercial lending needs, a local banker will answer the phone and we will know your name. We will work with you to tailor a loan to fit your budget. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you will feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Patty Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. KVOM's Newswire for Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. Sophomore Caden Mueller and junior Luke Garner combined for 16 strikeouts and a three-hit shutout to lead the Marlton High School baseball team to a 6-0 win over Pottsville in 4A4 conference action Thursday night at Devil Dog Yard. Mueller started on the mound and struck out the first seven of Packy Batters. He finished with 10 strikeouts and four innings to get the win. Carner earned the save with six strikeouts, no hits allowed over the final three innings. Mueller put the dogs on the board with a sacrifice fly in the first inning. It stayed a 1-0 game until senior Jackson Dixon hit a towering three-run homer in the fifth inning for the Dixon family. Then a big smile play of the game. Sophomore August Stoball had a two-run double in the sixth inning to cap the scoring for the Devil Dogs, who improved a 7-6 overall, 3-0 in conference play with that win. Devil Dogs continue conference play at Walgren on Tuesday. Marlton High School softball team improved its record to 10-1 overall, 4-0 in the 4A4 conference with a 10-0 win over Pottsville on Thursday in Marlton. Senior Madison Garrett allowed just three hits with six strikeouts to get the win in the circle, while she, along with seniors Olivia Self and Christina Clemens, had two hits to lead the offense. Devil Dogs will play a non-conference game against Bologna on Monday, and we'll have the broadcast of that game for you live on Motown Radio. 
One of you high school softball team blinked Nemo Vista 13 to nothing in a 1A4 conference game on Thursday in Center Ridge. Lady Daredevils are now 8-3 overall, 3-0 in conference play with the win. Lady Redhawks fall to 8-5 overall, 3-2 in the conference. Nemo Vista will play at Southside on Monday. One of you will play Guy Perkins on Tuesday. Nemo Vista remains atop the 1A4 baseball standings with a 4-3 victory over Wonderview on Thursday in Center Ridge. With the win, the Redhawks are now 5-0 in the conference, 8-6 overall. Daredevils fall to 9-3 overall, 2-2 in league play. Nemo Vista will host Mount Vernon Nola for a non-conference game on Monday. Wonderview will host Guy Perkins on Tuesday. Marlton's Jaron Hill had two hits, an RBI, and two stolen bases for the Oklahoma Christian University baseball team, but the Eagles lost to West Texas A&M 11-2 in the opener before a game series on Thursday. The National Park College softball team swept North Arkansas College in a doubleheader on Thursday. Marlton's McKenna Keaton had two hits and an RBI for the Nighthawks in the 6-3 Game 1 win and threw a two-hit shutout with eight strikeouts as a starting pitcher in the 16-0 five-inning win in Game 2. Marlton's Joseph Pinion announced Thursday he will be returning to the Arkansas basketball team next season to play his sophomore season with the Razorbacks. Former Devil Dogs standout averaged 2.4 points in 26 games this past season, averaging 5.4 minutes per game and shooting 44% from the field, including 38% from three-point range. The fifth-ranked Arkansas Razorback baseball team's series opener against Ole Miss scheduled for last night was postponed due to weather. The Hogs and Rebels will now play a doubleheader today starting at 2 p.m. The number nine Arkansas softball team was one out away from taking Thursday night series opener at Bogle Park, but number eight Georgia poked a go-ahead three-run home run in the top of the seventh to take game one, four to three. Game two of the series with Georgia is tonight at six o'clock. Backed by three three-run innings, the Arkansas Travelers won their season opener nine to five over the Corpus Christi Hooks on Thursday night. Teams play again tonight in Corpus Christi. After having Thursday off, the St. Louis Cardinals hope to right the ship tonight when they start a three-game series against the Brewers in Milwaukee. First pick is scheduled for 7.10 p.m. with pregame coverage starting at 6.15 on Motown Radio 92.5 FM and AM 800. 7.51 now as we look at weather on this Friday morning. Current conditions, humidity is at 62%. Northeast winds at 10 miles per hour with gusts up to 16 miles per hour. Barometric pressure 30.37 inches. Low temperature this morning, 46 degrees. High yesterday was 63. A year ago today, the low was 45. The high was 63. No rain the last 24 hours at KVOM. Total for the year, 22.62 inches. Sunset this evening, 736. Sunrise tomorrow morning, 649. And forecast, but it's good Friday. Calling for mostly cloudy skies. Afternoon high near 64 degrees. Mostly cloudy tonight with a low around 47. Believe it or not, no making rain at all in the extended outlook. Partly sunny tomorrow, high near 66. Then for Easter Sunday, could have some clouds high near 68. Right now, we have overcast conditions. 48 degrees in Marlton, 8 minutes in front of 8 o'clock on KVOM. Newswatch continues in just a moment. Are you ready to make some home improvements? Is it time to buy your child's first vehicle? Hi, I'm Teresa Brown, Assistant Vice President at Petty Jean State Bank in Moralton. Let us help you get a loan to fit your needs. We'll meet with you face-to-face and personalize your loan to fit your budget. Best of all, you'll work with a local decision maker who will help you with the whole process. Because when you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Patty Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. 
NMLS number 1590686, member FDIC, and an equal housing lender. It is 7.55 now on KVOM. We're going on a close-up interview this morning by Kevin Van Pelt, agriculture agent with Conway County Cooperative Extension Service. How are you this morning, Kevin? I'm good, Eric. Good, good deal. It is good to have you back in with us here on this Friday morning. And uh, we've been uh, talking, of course, uh, we've been having some big heavy rain events over over the last few weeks and actually probably headed into a scratch it looks like the forecast is uh is accurate looks like we're gonna gonna have a period of with not much rain here coming up at least the next week or so so yes um, what is that uh does that impact uh growers kind of getting into the spring growing season yes here? it was starting it was starting to look like uh we weren't going to be able to get much done um but this uh uh, clear forecast has got everybody, you know, thinking maybe there's hope for getting something yep. planted. Yep, um, sure. I'm sure they're going to, you know, they've been doing some. We've been getting, you know, even though we've we've still been getting some rain, it's been drying out, you know, faster with the warmer temperatures. And But uh, it finally looks like it's going to get dry enough to really get out there and get, uh, get, some, get some corn planted and uh, get started anyway. This, uh, uh, yeah. I've actually seen uh, it got dry enough. I've seen uh, 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 a few uh, homeowners have gotten some uh, garden spots broken up and, and tilled, so they're you know anxious to get ready too. I've been seeing uh, people buying the you know the the vegetables and tomatoes at the at the farm stores, and so uh, things are going to start getting busy. Oh yeah, yeah, and it's uh, the time for that, and yeah, they get they're gonna have to take advantage of the uh, this uh, scratch here that it looks like we're gonna have where where it'll be good for good for planting and growing. So yeah, uh, one thing I was gonna mention um, I see quite often uh, is homeowners uh, like to use manure or chicken litter or something like that. Uh, especially on a new spot when they're putting in a garden, uh, spreading it out and and tilling it in, and uh, you need to keep in mind that if you get too much on there, it's just as bad as you know not having good fertility because um, the salt buildup is really high in the soil, and um, I see it quite often uh, on soil test reports from those. Uh, from those spots after it's been done and the numbers are just through the roof and you know they wonder why their you know uh, plants aren't growing well but uh, just keep in mind you you really starting out you really don't want to put out more than about two tons of manure uh, to an acre on a garden spot and if you think about it a 10 foot by 10 foot square you really only need nine pounds of manure which is probably five gallon bucket full and I, okay. I see them put out 10 times more than that so yeah. that's just something to keep in mind if yeah. they're uh the best thing is uh to use just compost like composted leaves or composted uh bark or straw just you know something without all the high nutrients that litter and manure has all right so don't overdo it and that helps build up the organic matter okay all no. right all right well good deal a lot of uh Important, uh, important information there. Those who are, who are, uh, yeah, getting to getting to, to start growing here, and uh, 
course, you you've been having a lot of meetings and trainings and so forth, but not, yes. re- not really much coming up anymore. No, we did the uh, had a good turnout. Uh, we were worried about the storms last Tuesday night, but we went ahead with our last pesticide applicator training. Had a good turnout, and uh, now we're just looking at starting to get back in the field and uh, getting our demos out. Probably do a, a field day or two, uh, and. Uh, uh, get ready for uh for all that yep oh yeah it'll be be a lot of that uh, going on for sure all right well kevin uh, anything anything else for us this morning not that i can let go all right well, we thank you so much for coming in we appreciate right. it have a good weekend Eric. you too happy easter kevin van pelt again with the only county extension service it's eight o'clock now on kvom you've been listening to kvom's morning news watch the podcast edition